0: Good morning. Welcome to this recording. These are brought to you by the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen, Texas. Our beginning place today is in Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 3. Matthew 23, verses 1 through 3. Because Jesus loved people and wanted to get people out of sin and error, he often made very strong appeals and warned people of spiritual threats. And this often involved exposing those who were corrupt and hypocritical. Listen now to Matthew 23, verses 1 through 3. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees set on Moses' seat, So do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do, for they preach, but do not practice. We have a word for this. We call this hypocrisy when men do not practice what they preach. Sadly, this sometimes becomes a news item. A well known religious leader or TV preacher is known to be rigorous and holding people to a high standard. Then it is discovered he was not practicing what he was preaching. We call that hypocrisy. And if you admire a man for his good teaching, that admiration is diminished when you discover he was not living by the standard he was teaching. So, in the New Testament, there is one dynamic, brilliant example of a man who practiced what he preached perfectly. He beautifully illustrated the principles he taught without ever slipping up even one time. Absolute moral perfection. We're talking about Jesus Christ. He did what he said. This morning, I want us to see this in him with respect to one subject. Jesus had a lot to say about love. The thesis of this sermon is, he did what he said about love. Therefore, Jesus Christ defines love not just in concept, but in conduct. His sermons or lectures or sayings about love were not dry, untested, unapplied conceptual presentations. He did what he said on the subject of love. I want to spend some time with that. First, we all know very well that Jesus said, Love God. Matthew 22, 37-39. He said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. One of the simple statements Jesus spoke written by Matthew, You shall love the Lord your God to what extent? With all your heart, soul, and mind. Now, Here is a legitimate question, but with an undisputed answer. Did Jesus love God? He taught men and women to love God. Did he do what he said? And he did. And his love for God is present throughout the entire history given by the Holy Spirit about the life and attitude of Jesus Christ. He loved God the Father with all his heart, soul and mind the testimony of philippians 2 is that he emptied himself and came to earth in the form of a servant to do god's will for man it says he did not count equality with god a thing to be grasped in john 6:38 jesus said i came down from heaven to do the will of him who sent me in john 17 Jesus' love for the Father is apparent in the opening words of his prayer. Jesus wasn't the kind of teacher or preacher who would enforce on others some duty he neglected. What he said about loving God, he demonstrated, he displayed in his life perfectly. And he said, love others, and he practiced that. Luke 10:25 to 37 We are familiar with this but it never gets old and we need to read all of it. Luke 10:25 to 37 And behold a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, "Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life?" He said to him, "What is written in the law? How do you read it?" And he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, this is the lawyer, but he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, Jesus replied, do you think, proved to be neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, the lawyer said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. What did he mean, go and do likewise? Love your neighbor. You may not know his name, but if you have to offer what is legitimately needed by a victim don't walk around that need love your neighbor that's what jesus said what did jesus do according to matthew 9:36 when he saw the crowds he had compassion on them they were like sheep without a shepherd in john 10:11 he said i came that you might have life after those statements what did he do he went to the cross to die for sinners. God so loved the world. Paul said in Galatians 2, 20, I've been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. You see, Jesus said, love your neighbor, and Jesus did that. He defined love not just by his words, but by his deeds documented in the New Testament. Let's go further. He said, love your enemies. I'm in Matthew 5, 43 to 48. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. You will hear people refer to this sometimes as the hard sayings of Christ. And you'll hear people say things like, love your enemies most of us admit there are certain people we know Christ wants us to love but it is emotionally challenging yet there's no complexity to what he said love your enemies and he certainly did you remember what he said from the cross in Luke 23:34 father forgive them actually jesus went to the cross to give his life as a sacrifice for sinners Who had been at enmity with God. James 4 verse 4, Ephesians 2, 1 to 3. When Jesus spoke on the subject of love, he said, love God, love others, love your enemies. And in every respect, Jesus practiced what he preached about love. He taught love not only in concept, but through his daily conduct. Here's another. Jesus taught love for the truth. When Jesus had that conversation with the woman in Samaria and he spoke of worship, he said, "Worship in spirit and in truth." John 4:24. John 8:32, he said, "You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free." He spoke to Pilate about truth, and he sent the Holy Spirit to guide the apostles into all the truth. Jesus was committed to the truth of God. He taught love for the truth. He practiced what he preached. Now we're back to Matthew 23, where we started. What was Jesus doing throughout the narrative that is in Matthew 23? He is showing his love for the truth of God, rebuking those who did not love the truth, did not obey the truth. These hypocrites he was exposing were religious teachers, but not doers, not lovers of God and lovers of the truth of God. They had earned the brand name hypocrites. What I want us to see this morning is love as Jesus defined it was not only in his heart and in his speech, it was in his life. What Jesus said, Jesus did, not only as it pertained to love, Jesus didn't just teach the way of God. He lived the way of God. What he said about love, obedience, justice, mercy, opposition to sin, what Jesus said, Jesus did. One exception would be repentance. He taught repentance, but since he never sinned, there was no call for him to ever repent. Now, the point of this sermon is love is defined not only by what Jesus said, but also by what he did. And I want you to listen now to Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. That leads us into the next phase, application. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Therefore be imitators of God, As beloved children and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. What should all this mean to us, to me, and to you, to all Christians? Love is defined by what Jesus said and by what Jesus did. Now listen, please, to 1 John 2, verse 6. 1 John 2, verse 6. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. What Jesus said about love informs me, and what Jesus did further informs me and motivates me to love as he loved, walking as he walked. If there is a gap between my concept of love and my practice of love, I need to get with the program and close that gap. More like Jesus, I should be, you should be, out to love God as he did, love others as he illustrated, love even my enemies, and love the truth of God revealed in Scripture. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked, 1 John 2, 6. So often, when we read and study the Bible, there is this nagging sense that I just don't measure up, but the Bible doesn't just leave us hanging on a thread of gloomy conviction. The Bible, well read and studied, leads us on toward perfection, into progress, further into growth, excelling more and more. Don't just read the Bible and get down on yourself for your faults and drop into despair. That isn't God's intention. Get up every day and remember what you read and studied recently. Remember it, review it, examine yourself, and focus on doing better today and tomorrow. Philippians 3:12 to 14, I'll be covering that in the Philippians YouTube class Wednesday night. Philippians 3, 12 through 14, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul doesn't say, I've made it. I'm there. I'm up there. No, Paul says, I press on. Every time you are convicted by the word Every time a deficiency in your discipleship comes to your attention, the response should never be to quit, but to press on. You deal with the deficiency with determination to get past it in the way God wants you to get past it and press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Being Christ-like is the goal, and you get up every day in pursuit of that goal. Am I consciously involved in movement in the right direction here with respect to love? Am I endeavoring to walk in the same way Jesus walked? Jesus defined love not just by concept or through word, but by his conduct. Am I loving the way he loved? Love is not just being nice, though you should. Love is not just commending or recognizing love in others, though you should. Love is not just knowing what it requires, though you should. With Jesus as our model, we need to embrace the concept and then let that find good, consistent expression in our conduct. Am I loving the way He loved. Thank you for listening.